Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. And when you find yourself loving the show and wanting to take things to the next level, make sure to check out Empowered University and or my one-on-one coaching at www.simplyolly.com slash work with Ollie. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. All right, we are talking about how to make hard things fun because honestly, for me, I I just love, I don't know what it is, but I just love to challenge the this is hard mentality. I mean, if you ask pretty much anyone I know, if they bring to the table um, that this is hard or this is just difficult or whatever, I'm always just like, but does it have to be? Like, does it? Is it? I don't know. And I know that that is that is totally something where ever, you're entitled to to allow things to be hard, to feel like they're hard, um, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, if you're here, it's because you want you want that dose of positivity. You want uh, I don't know. You want that empowerment, and so that's that's what I'm here to bring to you because that's that's how I live my life. So, you know. I, I just love to flip this on its head, honestly. And there's already something stuck in my throat. So why, you know, why fun? Like why choose the word fun and why not just choose the word easy? Like how to make hard things easy instead of fun. Um, the reason I go with fun is because it, it is what I like to call a total mental inversion. And if you, if you, known me if you followed me for a while I mean I haven't been on social media in in a while but um you know that you know yoga is my jam and so I'm constantly upside down on things I love to like literally flip my perspective and you know I don't know if you experienced this when you were a kid but when you would sit on your couch and you would sit the wrong way of course you turn around the wrong way Um, you turn around on your couch and you let yourself hang upside down off the front of the couch or the side of the couch. And I know when I did that as a kid, I would just look at the house and it would just be like a totally different world. It was so cool to get to experience and, um, and it just allowed me to like see things in just an entirely different light. And so that's why I like to go with fun because it is like the smack dab opposite of hard. <laughs> like when you're having fun, you're enjoying it. It feels easy. Like it's just you're in a state of flow. And so that's why we want to make hard things fun, not just easy, but fun <laughs> because then it too becomes enjoyable. So I want to kind of talk for a second about the idea of a mental inversion. Um, 
like, of course I do physical. Well, I do mental ones too. I'm, I'm always upside down. You know me, I'm topsy-turvy. But uh, I want to talk about breaking down um, a bit of a mental inversion because to just tell you to flip your perspective or to tell you to just go straight into things being fun is doing a disservice to you. You know me, I love to give you the, the step the step-by-step if I can, um, or at least some guided direction if possible. So these are, there's kind of, I would say like three basic steps, if you will, um, and they are going to be flexible. So, but I'll, I'll break it down into three basic steps for you to understand the how, you know, in turning something from hard to fun and doing this mental inversion. And so the first thing I would encourage that you do is is bring things to the present moment, right? So we want to kind of remove the past, remove the future, and we also want to remove compounding. And what I mean by that is, so of course, like the past is we can get very caught up. Um, when something feels really hard, we can think about all the things that have happened in the past that have showed us that that is hard. All of the proof that we have, all the examples, all the experiences, um, everything from the past that is just kind of playing into that story or that feeling of like, this is hard. Um, so we want to, you know, we want to kind of get away from that. We also want to get away from the future of future pacing and overthinking and playing out all the scenarios. And um, because that too is going to lend itself to something feeling really hard if we're like already adding 17 different freaking outcomes to, you know, this thing that we're experiencing currently. Um, And then the other one is, is the compounding. And I bring this up because I know that like, for especially for me personally, like there's there's a lot of layers to my life, you know, and and I do tend to experience them one on top of the other. There's a lot of overlap. There's not, you know, and, and I know a lot of people experience this. It's not like family over here and work over here and personal over here and health over here. Like everything meshes together and stacks on top of each other. So when things can feel hard or when things might feel hard, um, it can it can be due to that compounding effect where maybe you're, you know, like the other day, like you're experiencing like some like struggles or tension or whatever or stress or what what have you like with work. But then on top of that, you know, you've got like a family member needing support. You've got a kid over here screaming and, and needing a, a attention some for something. Uh, you haven't gotten your, you know, like exercise in today. So you can see how everything starts to compound and make the one thing um, feel even harder because everything is stacking. So I know there's a lot of talk about the past and the future and, you know, people will say like bring things to the present moment, but the present moment might also have that feeling of compounding. So we want to try to do our best to ease away from that as well. And So when you're bringing that to the present moment, like you're just focusing like really on kind of the one factor, the one task. You're just really honing in your focus on like, here's where I'm at or let me look at this thing. And that allows you to be present and gets you kind of out of your brain because that's where a lot of this stuff happens. Past, future and compounding, it's all happening up in your noggin (laughs) and it's very busy. So when you can kind of bring it tangibly to the present um, and something maybe outside of yourself, 
um, or just even kind of noticing your surroundings. I know some people will do this with a very tactical sense. You know, they'll like they'll feel the table like, oh, okay, I can feel this cloth here or, you know, maybe like a snap or, you know, something again in the physical reality to kind of grab your attention and center it. A lot of people do this with nature too. Like they'll go outside and just be like, breathe in the fresh air and it will bring you present. So like I said, this is where it's like, I'm giving you guided direction, but intuitively you're going to have to kind of think through what, what is going to work best for you. And maybe that's something you play with and practice with. Um, and, and, and mix up over time. Um, maybe it's different depending on the moment or depending on the circumstance. So, you know, explore that. But that's kind of the first step is to bring things to the present moment. The second is to freaking breathe, is to use your breath. And I know that is said time and time again. Um, it used to be one of the most annoying things that people would say to me is just breathe. And now it's something I have tattooed on my arm. Um, it's very important in my life and <laughs> we can use our breath very intentionally. And what's cool about the breath. So once you bring yourself to that present moment and then you kind of, you're doing that externally, right? You've gotten yourself out of your brain to, to the outside, to the present moment, right? And then you use your breath to bring yourself kind of back into your body. And now you're at a place where you can actually pivot, where you can choose something different. So you're back in yourself and you can do that literally just by focusing on your breath. You can do it by with intentional breathing. You know, you can do it with the uh, length of your breath. You can do it with maybe switching from your mouth to your nose. You can do it. Um, however, like your breath is always there for you, even if you have nasal issues like I do, where like it feels like you're breathing through two straws and I'm, we're working on that. <laughs> but but um, practice, people, practice. But, you know, focus on your breath so that you can allow yourself to come back into your body and be ready to pivot, Right. And then once you've done that, and it doesn't have to, none of this has to take long. Like it could be like present moment. I'm here. Okay, back in my body. <laughs> like, And then like it can take a matter of seconds. You can allow it to take minutes if you want. It's up to you and it's up to your body and your brain. Um, and then the third step would be asking one simple question. How can I make this fun? How can I make this fun? It's the, it's so easy, right? So freaking easy. Um, but that's it. You just ask that question. Now, here's, I'm going to give you some examples. And then again, this is something where like what's fun to you might not be fun to me and what's fun to me may not be fun to you. So I can't tell you how to make this fun. <laughs> you know how to make this fun for yourself. Um, this is unique to you, to me, to everyone. So again, play with this, explore this, all these steps, play with them, um, have fun with them. Ha ha ha. It doesn't have to be hard. <laughs> we can have fun with it. Um, and so there, I broke it down into kind of two categories just to give you some ideas to get things brewing, right? How can I make this fun? One, you can look at like activity type of things, right? So maybe you want to, and I'm going to give you a list of this stuff because this is stuff that I do and, you know, and other, I, it's, it's, it's a thing. So it could be that you dance, you sing, listen to music, make some jokes, uh, loosening uh, your body, just literally shaking out your body, um, making it into a game or a puzzle. You could take a self-care break. 
Um, you could context switch to cultivate new energy and bring it back with you. And so what I mean by that is maybe something is feeling hard right now. And so you go really intentionally. I've done this where I literally will go outside very intentionally to like feel the breeze and to like connect with like, like feel the sun on my skin and to just like get this whole new energy with the specific intention that I'm going to take that energy and I'm actually going to bring it back with me into whatever it is I was doing that feels hard. It's not an escape. It is something you're doing with intention because a lot of people will do this and make the mistake of making it an escape. And so that when they come back to the hard thing still feels freaking hard because they're like, oh, now I got to go back in and do that thing that I'm already been struggling with. And um, you can already see that like, swoop, you're back out of the present moment in that sense. Um, and then, you know, rinse and repeat. Uh, but those, those would be um, some activities that you could do. And then there are things on like more of like a mental level that you could, you know, do for yourself. How can I make this fun? Now, if you're feeling a little bit um, like intimidated or held back, like something feels hard and so you're not actually making moves on it, like it feels that hard, you could like give yourself a first step and be like, okay, like let's play a game. What's my first step? Like, what am I going to do? Um, you could also do creative planning. This is why I think people love bullet journaling or like mapping things out like visually. Um, or maybe it's not visually. Maybe you're like, I'm going to color code an Excel sheet. Well, it's still visual. But you're like, I'm going to like write out all these numbers because that's my jam too, yo. Um, so it can, you know, it can come in all different forms. Um, or maybe, you know, it's, it's literally as simple as like, what would make it fun is talking it out with someone that you trust, like somebody that you you feel you can talk to this um, about with. Uh, and, and then um, on the same kind of mentality note, let's say that like you're, it feels hard because you're like so overwhelmed by it, like you're so consumed by it. So maybe you need to, you know, have some fun by like releasing the overthinking and like every time like an extra freaking thought pops in your head, you're like, thank you. No, thank you. You know, like have a good day um, and just kind of releasing it. And I'm like literally like like swatting it away with my hand. Um, you could also like find a healthy outlet um, for me, like I mentioned this on a previous episode, but I love to go and like play like Lego Harry Potter on the switch, or I love to like, uh, take a book and go outside and read it. Like, um, I'm giving myself a, a healthy outlet so that I'm not overly obsessing or focusing on the thing that feels hard. Like I'm in a sense, I am intentionally giving myself an escape um, to give my brain a break from processing it. If, if you have a hard time releasing overthinking, I would suggest this one with, you know, knowing that you're going to come back. And again, you could use that, you know, um, context switch and cultivate that new energy and bring it back with you. Boom, bam, double whammy. Um, you could also, you know, kind of like lean into faith if that's your jam. Uh, maybe, you know, like things are feeling hard and you're trying to maybe like micromanage it or you feel like you have to like overly control it, um, which that's the same thing. Um, but, you know, you can kind of, you know, leave it up to the universe, leave it up to God, not the whole bit, because like, come on, we still have stuff we got to do here. But like, give some of it away, you know, <laughs> like lean into the faith and be like, I am supported. Or maybe that faith looks like trusting in other people that are part of like maybe a, a hard process with you um, or a process that feels hard. You know, if you have other people involved, lean into some faith in them. 
um, and, and give yourself a bit of a break. Faith can come in all forms, dude. It can be within yourself. It can be out outside of yourself. It can be other people. It can be, you know, a, a dog. I don't know. Uh, and then also with the mentality, you know, you can lean into things like gratitude and affirmations and just shifting your perspective around things. Like all this stuff can make it a whole lot more fun because you're just like lowering the hardness level <laughs> on whatever the thing is. Um and like I said, I love, I mean, me personally, I love to bring like humor to it, but that's, that's fun. That like, that's my version of fun. So you'll tend to always find me bringing humor to things. If that's not your jam, I totally get it. And again, maybe, maybe your version of fun looks different than what I can imagine, but, um, you know, it still applies. So, you know, kind of a quick recap of those like three steps, bring things back, uh, to the present moment. You know, use your breath so that you're allow- you can allow yourself to pivot and then ask the question, how can I make this fun um, and go with that? And I know it seems simple and you're like, can't be that easy. It totally is. It totally is. And this can apply to big things and it can apply to little things. And given what's what feels big and what feels little is going to be completely you know, determined based on each and every one of us and what we deem big or little. But some, you know, a couple of examples I can give you just from my own personal life, um, something little that might feel hard might be, you know, cleaning, doing my dishes or something. Don't really want to do it. It's like, oh, and I hear my kids say it all the time, like, oh, cleaning my room, it's going to be so hard. And we're like, well, make it fun. (laughs) And we usually turn it into a game and then I love it. Um, but like a little thing would be like cleaning as to where for me, like a big thing, you know, would one of them has been adapting to chronic pain. Yeah, that's a hard thing that I've made fun. <coughs> How, Olivia? I'm still in freaking pain. <laughs> so, you know, it's it is one of those things where there have been times where I have felt that that um, that, you know, intense pain and it's just been persistent. And so I do this same process I bring myself to the present moment. I use my breath and like, how can I make this fun? And like, sometimes I have like a real crazy pain that gets set off in my left ear more so than my right ear. And so what I do is I like put my finger (laughs) and I don't do this all the time, but like when I really am having a difficult time with the pain um, and it's feeling really hard, I will literally put my finger in my ear and like pretend like I'm a secret service agent (laughs) where I'm just like, "Mm." like Mission Impossible style. I'm like, someone's in trouble. I have to go. (laughs) And my dog's just like, what are you doing? Uh, So I make it fun um, in that way to just help kind of get through the pain. Now, sometimes I do other things too, like literally call it out and just be like, I'm experiencing pain right now. This is just pain. This is just pain. Um, but that's a whole that's a whole other thing. But I do make it fun sometimes by turning myself into a secret service agent um, or, you know, doing other things. So, you know, my my opinion personally is that when when things feel serious, they they get hard. Right. And when we have fun with them, they feel easier. So you know, you might have objections, you might have, you know, well, what about this? Or what about this? But I encourage you to to kind of to lovingly challenge that, 
You know, does it have to be hard? Do you want to perpetuate that frustration? Um, or would you rather flip it? Now, we're not discrediting it. We're not lying about what's actually happening, right? I'm not telling myself, like, you don't feel pain. It's all just fun and games. <laughs> you know, like, we're not doing that. We are simply flipping our perspective on it. We're doing a total mental inversion so that we can really kind of get through it. And, um, you know, whether it is something that is maybe short term or maybe it's long term, maybe it's little, maybe it's big. Like we're taking the seriousness out of it and allowing ourselves to just have more fun with it and help ourselves move through that entire process. Honestly, what I feel is a whole lot easier. So, yeah, if you like this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and ways to work with me at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.